I want to read um, from Matthew chapter 26. I'm going to read out of the, the Passion Translation, um, and then I'm just going to kind of unpack briefly. Matthew 26, 26 through 29. I'll wait a second. Uh, Matthew 26, 26 through 29 says this. As they ate, Jesus took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples. He said to them, this is my body. Eat it. Then taking the cup of wine, he gave thanks to the Father. He entered into covenant with them, saying, this is my blood. Each of you must drink it in fulfillment of the covenant, for this is the blood that seals the new covenant. It will be poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sins. I love that, for the complete forgiveness of sins. The next time we drink this, I will be with you, and we will drink it together with a new understanding in the kingdom realm of my Father. Here's what I love about that. At the end, Jesus says, the next time we, that we drink this, I will be with you, and we will drink it together with a new understanding. I love it because at this moment, he stops just talking to his disciples that were in the room with him, and he welcomes us into the conversation. The next time we do this, the next time we, we celebrate this together, there'll be a new understanding. Th there'll be this kingdom aspect of what you're doing, a kingdom understanding. We have a covenant with God. We have a new covenant with God. Jesus says this, it will be poured out for many for the complete forgiveness of sins. In the Old Testament, we see that there was an old covenant that God made with Abraham. And this is even before the law was given to Moses. And that old covenant was a blood covenant that God made with Abram and Abraham and then changed his name. Under the old covenant, sin was covered. The best thing that the Israelites had in that first, that first covenant was a covering or an atonement. The word atonement means cover. Have you heard that word? Atonement, it means covering. But under the new covenant that Jesus made with us, our sins aren't just covered. They're cleansed. They're, they're remitted. They're canceled. They're done away with. Whatever the biggest word you can think of regarding our sins and the blood of Jesus, apply that word. Our sins are annihilated because of the new covenant we have with Jesus Christ and by his blood. The blood of Jesus cleanses. I kind of had this visual of like, for me, it was like, it'd be like lasagna. Like whatever the stickiest thing is, like the thing that like sticks to the corners and is hardest to clean, you can, you can drop it in the sink full of soapy water. You can cover it with water, but that doesn't cleanse it. You know, there's got to be there's got to be some, some work put in to get that thing cleaned, and Jesus put in the work. So today, we, we are going to celebrate in communion that new covenant. The, the old covenant, covenant it, it didn't give new life. It didn't give eternal life. It didn't give new birth. The new covenant, in it we have eternal life. In it, we're given new birth. We're born again. The old covenant did not give fellowship with God. But the new covenant, Jesus tore the veil that separated us from the Father, and we have complete relationship with God. And we can, we can have fellowship.
fellowship with the Lord anytime we want, coming into his presence. These are things to celebrate. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26. I've handed, this is, this is Paul talking, he goes, I've handed down to you what came to me by direct revelation from the Lord himself. The same night in which he was handed over, he took bread and gave thanks. Then he distributed it to his disciples and said, take it and eat your fill. It is my body which is given for you. Do this to remember me. He did the same with the cup of wine after supper and said, this cup seals the new covenant with my blood. Drink it, and whenever you drink this, do it to remember me. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are retelling the story. We get to retell the story. We get to remember the greatness of God proclaiming our Lord's death until he comes. There's other passages of scripture that that remind us that we're not to take this this celebration of Christ in a flippant way. We're never to be dishonoring. We're never to be flippant or callous or obtuse to it. We're to let our hearts become bare as we once again remember the work of Jesus Christ in our life. And, And there's a pattern that's laid out for us. We, we come with humility, and in the midst of humility, there should be confession of sins, and there should be repentance. There should be, you know, when we are faced with the holy God and remembering his, his work, that should stir something in us that, that brings us to that place of humility. So right now, even before we, we get out of our seats or come up, there should be this place of acknowledgement in the Lord, saying, Lord, thank you for forgiving my sins. Lord, um, while it's fresh on my mind, and if there's any sins that, that are unconfessed to him, just he knows them anyway, but confess them because it brings freedom. Confess your sins. Repent. If there's, if there's things we're doing that's like, Lord, I, I've got this thing I'm just continuously doing. It doesn't glorify you, and I, but I've been stubborn. And I've stuck to this, and Lord, I, I just, I repent. I change my mind. Then repent. Don't leave your seat until you've taken a moment just to, to, to confess and to repent and to humble ourselves before the Lord. And then at that time, you don't need anyone else to come with you. A lot of times we have us take communion together as a family, and, and that's wonderful. And if y'all want to do that, you can. But I tell you what, there's also something pretty fantastic about just coming as a son of God, as a daughter of God, and just coming up and recognizing, Lord, this is this bread represents your body given for me. In, in, in your brokenness, I've been made whole. Because of your, your new covenant, I, I can walk in health and healing. And then when we look at that cup of juice representing his blood, we honor Jesus and say, you you shed your blood for me. Here you are, the, the captain of heaven's armies, and, and, but you endured pain and torment and shame and suffering for me. And this blood didn't just cover my sin. 
cleansed me of my sin. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far he removed our sin from us. So here's, here's what the Bible says. Every time we come together, we should do this. That's why we have communion available back. Baby, can I hand you that? That's why we have communion available back at this table every week. We have it available every week. We don't always take it together corporately every week, but it's available every week because the Bible says, when you come together, every time you come together, remember me. Celebrate me. Celebrate this. And so, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you've given your life to Jesus, take communion today. If you've if you've made him Lord and Savior of your life, worship at his table and take communion today. Even if you had a really bad morning. Even if you were like really bad this morning. That's what the whole humility and confession and repentance part is. Just get that out of the way first. And then come up and celebrate that you're not a no good filthy bum. You are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We're going to have a microphone. We're just going to move it to the center here. And raise it up. So all you got to do is come forward with your Bible or your tablet or your phone. And don't talk about the scripture. Read it. Don't say a word about the scripture. Don't say this is my mama's favorite scripture. Don't, don't say a word about the scripture. Read the scripture. There's blessing in the public reading of scripture. If you're nervous... I just got to tell you, you can do it. I believe in you. You're a champ. Push through that fear. If you've got multiple verses, read one and then just kind of take a lap and then come back and, you know, give, you know, don't just like knock out all of them at once. Like read one and let's just have that time to meditate. And that is how we will worship the Lord today. So this isn't like cookie cutter service, right? I don't think it ever should really be. But this is our worship to the king. So I just want to pray. Lord, right now we purpose our hearts to a place of humility and remembrance. Lord, it's such a joy that we can come to you and repent. Because you're not there wagging your finger at us or with your brows furled in, in, in disappointment. You're there with pleasure and, and acceptance saying, oh, my forgiveness is great. Drink deeply from it. So Lord, let us be quick to repent today, quick to confess today. Lord, quick to just bow our knee in the presence of a holy God. Lord, as we worship at your table, give us revelation of this new covenant that we have because of the completed work of Jesus. Lord, as we hear your word, let it not in any way just, just be a, a, a work of religion. Lord, let it be a work of life, Lord, as we proclaim your, your bread of life and your truth and your word. church now just at your at your leisure be patient 
be patient in your seats. Be patient in, in just communing with God and talking with him. And then when you come up, just, just even be patient in the receiving of these elements. And just bask in this moment because our God is here. Lord is clothed. He has girded himself with strength. Surely the world is established so that it cannot be moved. Your throne is established from old. You are from everlasting. Blessed be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood. 
the forgiveness of trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Psalm 46, God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You're a proven help in the time of trouble more than enough and always available whenever I need you. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were to crumble away, we will not fear even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight to his people. God is in the midst of his city, secure and never shaken. Come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God, for he brings revival. He's the one who makes conflicts end through the earth, breaking and burning every weapon of war. Surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop your striving. Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and future. First Peter 1.13 So prepare your hearts and minds for action. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvelous grace that is coming to you. For when Jesus Christ is unveiled, a greater measure of grace will be released to you. As God's obedient children, never again shape your lives by the desires that you followed when you didn't know better. Instead, shape your lives to become like the Holy One who called you. For scripture says you are deep holy because I am holy. Jeremiah 1, 6 through 8. O sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replies, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and I will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Second Timothy, Timothy 1 7 for God gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control Romans 3 for everyone has sinned we all fall short of God's glorious standard yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight we did this through 
Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Psalm 68.4 Sing to God, sing in praise of his name. Exalt him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice before him. His name is the Lord. Isaiah 43, 1-3 I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, you shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor the flames scorch you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Psalm 91, 14-16 Because he has set love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalms 100. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. Hebrews 11, now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things that we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. This testimony of faith is what previous generations were commended for. Faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke, and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Psalm 27, 14, and 1. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? First Peter 1 Peter 1.3 
Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Zephaniah 3, 14-17 Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion. Let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. Psalms 107, 9 through 16 from the Passion. How he satisfies the souls of the thirsty ones and fills the hungry with all that is good. Some of us once sat in darkness, living in the dark shadows of death. We were prisoners to our pain, chained to our regrets, for we rebelled against God's word and rejected the wise counsel of God Most High. So he humbled us through our circumstances, watching us as we stumbled, with no one there to pick us back up. Our own be pain became our punishment. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And so he did. His light broke through the darkness and he led us out in freedom from death's dark shadow and snapped every one of our chains. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. For he smashed through the heavy prison doors and shattered the steel bars that held us back just to set you free.
Psalm 145, 3 through 8. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works I will meditate. Men shall speak of the power of your awesome acts, and I will tell of your greatness. They shall eagerly utter the memory of your abundant goodness and will shout joyfully of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and great in loving kindness. this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with him with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge and that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. James 5, 15 through 16. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Philippians 2, 9-11. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified Romans chapter 12 be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family Try to outdo yourselves in respect and honor of one another. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards him boiling hot. 
radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit, Spirit and let him fill you with excitement as you serve him. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. Don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalm 71, 19. Your righteousness, O God, reaches high in the heavens. For you have done great things, O God. Truly is like you. John 3:16 For God so loved the world he gave his own <laughs> his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life Psalm 62 verse six and seven he only is my rock and my salvation my fortress i shall not be shaken on god rests my salvation <clears throat> on god rests my salvation and my glory my mighty rock my refuge is god Joshua 1, 5 through 9. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because I will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses give you do not turn from it to to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go keep this book of law always on your lips meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful i have not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. First Chronicles 29, 11, and 12. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and the earth Yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. And in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Isaiah 
Isaiah 9, 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a Savior is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Luke 12, what is the value of your soul to God? Could your worth be defined by an amount of money? God doesn't abandon or forget even the small sparrow he has made, so how then could he forget or abandon you? What about that seemingly minor issue of your life? Do they matter to God? Of course they do. So you never need to worry, for you are more valuable to God than anything else in this world. Earlier I said that uh, if you've given your life to Christ, if you've trusted your life in Jesus Christ, then take communion. It's, it's good and it's right to celebrate at his table. If you've never given your life to Christ, if you haven't trusted your life to him, I'm going to head over here and I'm just going to kind of linger in this corner for a bit. And if you've never given your life to Christ, but you want to do so today, come over here. I want to pray with you. And you're going to give your life to Christ. And then I'll walk you to this table and you're going to take communion and celebrate at the table of Christ. says, let the inner movement of your heart always be to love one another and never play the role of an actor wearing a mask. Despise evil and embrace everything that's good and virtuous. Be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family. Try to outdo yourself, yourselves in respect and honor to one another. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards him boiling hot. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let him fill you with excitement as you serve him. Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. First Peter 1.22, since you have in obedience to the truth purified your souls for a sincere love of the brethren fervently love one another from the heart for you have been born again not of seed which is perishable but imperishable that is through the living and enduring word of God for all flesh is like grass in all its glory, like the flower of grass, the grass withers and, and the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word 
which was preached to you. Therefore, putting aside all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and slander and all slander, like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation, if you have tasted the kindness of the Lord. First Corinthians 15. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. chapter 14 don't worry or surrender to your fear for you've believed in God now trust and believe in me also my father's house has many dwelling places if it were otherwise I would tell you plainly because I go to prepare a place for you to rest and when everything is ready I will come back and take you to myself that you so that you will be where I am I am the way I am the truth and I am the life no one comes next to the Father except through union with me. To know me is to know my Father too. Mark 11, 22 through 25. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Luke 6, 27 through 28. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. John 16:33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Revelation 4.11 Worthy are you, our Lord and our God, to receive glory and honor and power. 
for you created all things, and because of your will, they existed and were created. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And you, therefore, have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. When he came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Psalms 30, 11 to 12. Then he broke through and transformed all my wailing into whirling dance of ecstatic praise. He has torn the veil and lifted from me the sad heaviness of mourning. He wrapped me in the glory garments of gladness. How could I be silent when it's time to praise you? Now my heart sings out, bursting with joy a bliss inside that keeps me singing. I can never thank you enough. Psalm 139, starting at seven, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? (coughs) If I ascend to heaven, you are there. I make my bed in Shoal, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night, even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. First Peter 1 Peter 1:17. <clears throat> if you address his father, the one who impartially judges according to each one's work, con- 
conduct yourselves in fear during your time of stay on earth, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens a door, I will come in and dine with him and him with me. Romans 8 Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers nor things present nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Lord, you are so good. You are so good. We thank you for your presence right now, being here with you in your presence. We thank you for your, your attentive and unique and specific touches that you, you're touching each one of us in unique ways. God, thank you that you're speaking life, that you're casting vision, Lord, that you are restoring hope. Jesus, I thank you that you are saving lives and setting us free. You are mending our hearts. God, we thank you that you 
and you, you gave us your word. And Jesus, that you are the word, that every scripture we read today points to you. Your, your word does not return void. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the fruitfulness of your word in our lives right now. Lord, I thank you that as a result of your word, Lord God, that there was salvation today. Lord, you deserve the glory, Lord. Lord, I thank you that our hearts are strengthened and encouraged as we worshiped at your table today. Lord, you deserve the glory the praise. Lord, we thank you that you brought us together as your church. And Lord, arms linked with one another so that we can glorify you individually and together corporately. Lord, you're good. Ah. Let's take one last second and just tell the Lord how good he is. Honor the Lord before we close. Thank you. Now for the last passage we read, it's from the book of Numbers. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. He loves you so much. Go in grace and in love and strength and hope.